Grab some tea, get comfy, and get ready to kiki with Kariatu as we figure out how to laugh at the past, learn lessons in the present, and live for our future while loving every part of the process. Okay, come on. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, brother. I gotta close my eyes. If I don't close my eyes, then I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna laugh. So I'm gonna close my eyes. It's just the vibes. You are? <laughs> It's the bloopers for me. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Man, I hope. Hey, y'all. It's Kariatu, and we are back again with season five. So today, I'm getting right into it. I have a very special guest with me, okay? And I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. It's Bree, Bree Tiapo. I am the special guest that she just announced. I was also her mentor a while ago. And now I'm her person, her friend, her family. Period. You already know. You know me. I don't play about this one. But on a serious note, we want to talk about branding etiquette. It is something that has been weighing heavy on our hearts. And it's time to talk about it. So, Brianna, tell us about your brand. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> okay. Um, My brand. My I'm going to call it my semi-brand because I, I haven't... Imposter publicly. syndrome. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't publicly announced it, but I do make flyers and logos and graphics of all sorts. And a lot of people refer to that or to me as Book Breezy. That's just kind of the name that stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it for some time now. And she's been doing it longer than she's known me. And I wish I can't wait till the day she stops sleeping on herself because. Her graphics are top tier, let me just tell y'all. And I don't know if she knows this, but everybody that ever asked me about graphics, for one, I mean, she don't make mine, but I be acting like she do so that they will go ask her to make theirs. <laughs> so I just be... I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 You're going to make me go. <laughs> oh my God. This is probably going to be the most... Right. I promise y'all, she's not sick. She choked. She's choking on I think I got it out. Oh, my eyes are watering. I wish I could see this. Okay. This is comedy. But anyways, I'm always sending people to her. So if you didn't know that before, just know that now. I did not know that. Everybody asks me, oh my God, who did your graphics? I'm like... <laughs> so you are the reason. Okay. Yeah, okay. because we got to get the coins, period. Now that's how you support a friend. We ain't even going to get all the way in there. Oh, amen. <laughs> Let's talk about branding etiquette. What do you think branding etiquette is and what does it entail? Um, branding etiquette, kind of how you, um, how you are with your brand, how you are with your customers, your audience, what you put out, what you, um, embody through your brand, and just kind of how you reach people, how you respect people, all that stuff. So as somebody that kind of works hand in hand with people that have all of these different brands, what would you say was like the craziest or most uncomfortable situation you've been put in? Would someone try to like inquire your services? Um, crazy or uncomfortable situation. A lot of people, well, with me, I'm I'm known to be a pretty nice person, so mm-hmm. a lot of people automatically expect me to say yes. Mm-hmm. So I think the craziest thing—it's probably happened a few times actually—is people who um they don't really ask me; they kind of just text me. This is what I want. Um, I kind of need it by then. Can you do it? And before I even say yes, they've already sent me all the pictures and what they want on it. And at that point, I'm kind of just like, okay, so uh, yeah, 
guess. So you you do it. Yes, I do it. Tisk tisk tisk. Yeah, I blame myself. I am the problem. I be trying to take tell her make me the manager because baby. <laughs> You better come correct. Okay, so that just takes us right into one of our topics. So how do you think that brands should approach potential business partners? Because you are a business, they're a business. How should that conversation go? Um, See, with flyers, or well, with what I do, it's kind of tricky because some people are coming to me who already are well-established in their brand or business and they already know. And there's other people who come to me for things that are very simple, like a birthday invitation or a party flyer. Mm -hmm. Those people may not be as well informed on brand etiquette. So, for example, I had um, I had someone who DM'd me mm-hmm. that I didn't follow, and the person was like, "A." They literally said, "A," like A Y E E E E. And they were like, um, "A, I need you to make me a tough flyer." I looked at it. I responded. I said, for one, I said hello. And then after that, I said, my name is not A. Then I closed Instagram. I saw this mess- This message has been unsent by the sender. This message has been unsent by the sender. And he came back and he was like, hello, my name is da da da. And we went from there. But um, okay. a lot of people, especially like with friends and stuff, a lot of people don't think that you should be formal mm-hmm. or like you could just text them out of nowhere or like any time of day. That to me is not appropriate. Um, mm-hmm. When you're asking for something, you shouldn't really text anybody like at like uncanny hours. Like you should text them at a responsible, reasonable time for them. Um, you shouldn't approach them like, "Hey, what's up? Can you do this for me?" You should be like respectful. Um, tell them what you need. Greet them. Make sure you greet them. Like, you never know what people are going through. Some people yeah. may not be having a good day, and you just come in their inbox like, "Hey, I need this." Yeah. They may not be able to. So greeting them for sure. Um, letting them know, like, clear, straight to the point what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I also think people should come prepared. Because a lot of people come and they'll say stuff like, I don't know what I want, but can you help me with this? Or I'm not too sure. It's okay to not be sure, mm-hmm. but I cannot do it all for you, for your brand. I am not that person. I have to know at least like a color or like yeah. what look you have in your head at least. I can't start from the ground up for your brand. So yeah, that's it. Okay. So my question would be, because I feel like the way that you carry Book Breezy is kind of sort of how I used to carry doing hair. Like mm-hmm. people knew I did it, but I don't have like a website or a page or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So with that, I think sometimes people might get a little confused here I go trying to give people the benefit of the doubt (laughs) but um do you think that that's one of the reasons why people might feel more comfortable being informal with you because you haven't taken that step to create like you know a booking um type of situation or like set your standards or or whatever yeah um I kind of give people the informal setting with not having that stuff Mm -hmm. and it's been like that for years yeah so people are probably comfortable with me just being so easily approachable from like Instagram or like my phone. Mm-hmm. So if I were to take that route, which I will be eventually, by the grace of God. <laughs> <laughs> by the grace of God, but people will probably still be like they'll probably still have to adjust, adjust to yeah. me being stricter with my business or my brand. Um, but yeah. Ooh, speak-
speaking of strict okay so let's talk about the people that have all of the rules and regulations and just the vibe so mostly unfortunately even though i love my people i see this happening with black owned businesses i and it discourages me because if you have all of these rules and your tone even through through text is all i'm not booking with you i don't want you waxing me i don't want you braiding me down i don't want you anything because those are usually the same people that if y'all have a bad encounter they're blasting you and talking about you all over their socials how do people find that balance and professionalism because sometimes i get it like i have some friends that do like lashes and things like that and i understand their frustrations but you don't need to hire customer service a team or something like that because it's discouraging it is for that i would say to when people are doing like booking policies or just rules and things like that Mm -hmm. i would say to try and um formulate that from a customer point of view Mm -hmm. like try to think that you are buying something from somebody else Mm -hmm. what rules do you think would be appropriate or acceptable for them to have or if you are somebody who like say you do nails but you also like go to other people to get your hair done you go to other people to get a wax or something Mm -hmm. what what would you want to see because a lot of times we just think personally we're making rules and stuff and that can kind of come off a bad way or come off a little bit too aggressive a lot of times people just don't know how to word what they want to say to not sound so like harsh yeah a lot of times it's really just the wording because what they're asking for is not bad but how they say it can make it I agree. I think there needs to be some sort of class. Maybe we should do it. We make a lot of fun. <laughs> we should extend this conversation to do a branding <laughs> etiquette class. That's going to be our side hustle. Don't nobody sell our idea, okay? <laughs> or else I'm going to talk about you. <laughs> it's oh, going to be bad. That's the number one rule. Don't steal our idea. Don't steal our idea, period, because we're not playing about it. We're putting it up, period. Okay, so since you do graphics and things like that, what are some advice you can give to some of these brands? Because personally, there are some things that I see that I'm like, child, like, (laughs) do you not see this too? And I don't mean to knock anybody because I get it. Some some people don't have the budget to, I guess, brand themselves correctly. But the graphics that be having like the watermarked images and it's blurry and things like that, I feel like those things can be avoided even without getting or hiring someone to do them but at some point in time as your brand grows you have to stop being cheap so let's talk about it with that number one thing i would say is to try and invest in your brand mm-hmm. um don't be cheap with your brand especially if you're charging an arm and a leg for services don't don't be cheap with your brand because then it'll show mm-hmm. um a lot of people go to google for like images and we can see when the stock image <laughs> is on there we can see all that so that is a big no-no yeah i would also say to try to stay consistent especially like with they colors and stuff mm-hmm. a lot of people have uh, specific colors they want for like their logos and stuff but with that you should try to get down to the point where you know the color codes so mm-hmm. like when you're giving the information to somebody else it's they won't have to like guess which color because sometimes like even if you're using like a pink there's many different shades of things. Yeah. So sometimes like it'll be off and it'll just make everything look off. So yeah. really knowing about what you want and doing the research, learning stuff like Canva. A lot of people have been using Canva. I personally suck at Canva. 
and I don't know how because she's amazing at Photoshop <laughs> and to me I suck at Photoshop. I do not know how to use Canva at all. I've used Canva probably once or twice in my life and I struggled a little time. I didn't even know how to save the flyer. But a lot of people use Canva. That seems to work for a lot of people. Canva also is very um how do I say it? Not trendy, but they keep up with like social media. So they're good with like marketing tools and stuff like that. Mm, so really learning learning um learning how to do things on your own, I guess. Or learning how to like keep up with things and do all the research you need to do to know what I agree. And to piggyback off of all of that, I feel like there's two things. It's like lack of cohesiveness, which is what Brie was saying about the, oh, Brie, what is that? What Brianna was saying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, and also, <laughs> um, and also complacency. There we go. That's the word. She said it better. Um, those two things can, like, if you get comfortable with just giving out the bare minimum and you feel like, you know what, well, I'm still getting clients, so it doesn't matter, then that thinking is going to be the reason why you stay within that same tax bracket forever because you have to know, like, as you grow or just because you have a consistent clientele, that doesn't mean that they're going to be there forever. People change their minds about things. Like, let's say I did I did weaves. At one point in time, a, a person might decide to lock their hair, so that person might not be your client anymore. So what are you going to do to attract a client to fill that space? and also multiply and that's just one example but you can think of that example in whatever entity that you work in or whatever field you're in but you have to remember that too like even though I know my audience for the most part now I always want to grow and always want to expand my community and I'm a person that gets bored very easily so what I decided to do is, is um with the color scheme thing, it's so important to know your core colors, but also play around with other colors. And the one thing I like about Canva and its advances um, are like you can find the different color codes from a, a particular picture. I like to use Pinterest to find my images. Um, I know that now I need to tap into like making sure I'm actually tagging the original photographers and things like that because as my brand grows, I don't want to run into any legal issues because I ain't got no legal team right now. <laughs> so that's one piece of advice I would give to anybody too to look into that as well but when it comes to colors and things like that to keep my page fresh people always ask me about like oh I love your aesthetic how did you do that I know my core colors which right now for crown corner are like a light tan and like the green so I use different variations of those shades that still fit in my overall image and also planners planning out your content before you post it is so important it's a game changer for sure I use this app called Unum. <laughs> I don't know if that's how I'm supposed to say it, but it's U N U M. It's a planner. People use like Planoly and some other things, but that's what I use, and it works very well for me. Um, and yeah, just making sure that you have like a certain look because a lot of times it's like with Instagram, it's so fast paced. It's like once once I click a page, if it looks all over the place or it just looks bland. I'm yeah, I'm not following. <laughs> like you're, and that's crazy because their content could be so good, and yeah, I'm missing out, but they're missing out too yeah. because I'm not trying to engage with that. Yeah. So, another thing um, that I forgot to say is to use your resources. Mm -hmm. um, everybody may not have the budget to market or to promote how they want to, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that I feel like people don't know. Like for example, um, most schools have Adobe package for free for students. Yeah, so like a lot of people don't really know that like if you even if you need like a video or something they have premiere they have photoshop they have lightroom side pictures all that stuff so as long as you're like enrolled at school you should be able to log in your school information that's free and then like you said
not too many people run businesses on Twitter, but I know like for Twitter they have things like Hootsuite that like will tweet for you if you're not by your phone and you want something to be tweeted at a specific time. Things like that, just in case you're like a busy person and you need extra help. I need that. Can you text me that? <laughs> I need that because I've been falling out of love with Twitter lately, but that's yeah. another story. Um, okay, so tapping back into kind of the consistency aspect, like how do you feel about the people that kind of just start? Not how do you feel about the people? That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the individuals. But how do you feel when people start off something and, you know, they usually start really strong? Because I feel like the start is usually when you have the most momentum. So it's like you're dedicating so much time. You're excited. Launch day is always, or launch month, I will call it, is always like lit. Mm -hmm. But then you see that people start to kind of dwindle. Why do you think that happens? And also, how do people kind of combat that from naturally happening? Um, I think that happens a lot because people may be influenced by something else that they see that's going on they want to keep up mm-hmm. with everybody else so they may think they're ready to drop something mm-hmm. and they'll drop it off like just what's going on around them and at the time it'll be good because like everything's going good everybody else is popping you know supporting each other all that stuff but then life hits you and you get busy yeah. and you realize that you can't keep up with this the way you wanted to that happens a lot to a lot of people um how i would try to combat that is i wouldn't 100% going go into anything that I didn't know I was ready for. And I feel like a lot of people just think, okay, I'm going to make an account, I'm going to put the name on it, throw some pictures on there, get a logo, get a price list, and then all right, I'm good. But it's a lot more that you have to think about because you're going to be dealing with other people. Mm-hmm. People are going to be contacting you. You're literally going to have to put like time apart in your day to focus strictly on that. Some people just may not have that time. So I wouldn't do something that I wasn't 100% sure of or 100% ready for, which is probably the reason why I haven't done anything yet, because I don't think I'm 100% sure, and I know myself. A lot of people will tell you, that's another thing, a lot of people will tell you, oh, like, why don't you, or you should do this, or why haven't you done that, or somebody else is doing this, but where's yours? Mm -hmm. And that kind of can be discouraging at times for some people, but I feel like with that, you know yourself best, Mm -hmm. so you know your work ethic, you know what else, else you have going on in life, you know if you're ready or not. You know what else you need to learn and all that stuff. So it's on your time. So do it on your time, not on the world's time. On your time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Trust me, y'all. When I say I've been trying, now I'm kind of just letting her be because I don't want her to get tired of me trying. But when I tell you the day that she texts me and says, okay, I think I'm ready in invisible ink, I'm jumping for joy. Oh, not the invisible ink. <laughs> because, listen. It's about that time, okay? We need big coins coming in, honey. All right? But I understand that, too. Like, it is on... I was going to say that, too, about um, the time thing. I am biased when it comes to Brianna. But mm-hmm. she's right. It is on your time. And I think, to, like, the young brand owners and business owners that I know is are around or, like, I see that are, you know, like, on a quote-unquote higher level or have more of the following or whatever, they are always pushing, like get up and get at it you always have to this you always have to that and are always overworking themselves so they're like glorify overworking yourself because they're getting to a bag which is great but you don't have to do that if you don't have the space in your life for it like I know me personally I do what I can and to others it might look like I'm doing a lot but to me I tell everyone all the time like I don't be feeling like I'm doing enough because I know that when my life has space for me to reach my full potential oh it's going to be up but right now it's like the one thing I can say for people that are struggling with consistency because I've been there is do what you can with what you have like 
For example, if you know you can't make a huge investment and hire somebody to make all of your graphics, take time to study things like Canva mm -hmm. and these other platforms that are free. And also, don't, instead of making those big investments, I use Canva Pro. So even though there's not a, actually there is a huge difference. I have all my color schemes sitting in one. You have unlimited um, um, access to a whole bunch of stuff. You can use all of their um, cool little gadgets and all the pictures that they have. So that's a small investment for me. I only pay like $10 a month. And I know some people look at that and it's like, oh my gosh, when you're investing into your business, to me, that's like literally not eating out once out of the month. Yeah. I can make that <laughs> sacrifice for my brand. Like, But again, if you're somebody that's not ready to, to make that type, that small investment, then you might need to reconsider what you're stepping into. Because I know later down the line, my $10 investments are going to have to turn into huge things when i'm when i think about the people that have to buy inventory and all of that stuff so also show grace so let's tap into the black owned businesses because on one end of the spectrum i want to say i want to have so much grace for them but on other ends they be doing some things that <laughs> they be acting up they be acting up i feel like there's like a spirit of entitlement there i said it yeah, definitely, i agree i agree 100 percent I feel like sometimes black owned businesses date. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to step on any toes. I don't want to hurt any feelings, but they definitely do feel entitled sometimes. I feel like a lot of times they feel like, okay, because I am a black owned business, you are going to treat me this way mm -hmm. off the rip. Yeah. No. That, that's not how that works. Respect yeah. is always earned. Mm -hmm. It is not just going to be given to you because you are a minority business. Yeah. That's, that's just not... You can't say, okay, yeah, I'm a black-owned business and I'll just support black-owned business, but then you have bad customer service or you're rude to your customers or you just are not a good business owner. There has to be some sort of like, something's got to give. Yep. Something has Pick got to give. Pick a struggle, baby. Pick a struggle. Yeah. That, that one, definitely not. It's tricky. And I think for me, one thing that I've noticed is like, I'm still tapping into learning marketing. I just, again, work with what I have, and my personality kind of helps me a lot with my like my personal page or whatever, but people need to take time to learn things like that. Like, marketing is important, and I'm tired of this lazy marketing where we use this comparison tactic. Well, y'all will spend, I saw it today, y'all will spend 100 plus dollars on something from this high-end brand, but get mad when a black-owned business is um, selling something for $40. Let me tell you why I am mad about the $40 hoodies. Because first of all, they're from, is it Gildan? Is that what they call? Yep. And they're ironed on or pressed on. And the, the stuff, like, exactly. One, I can do that myself. <laughs> And two, I feel like that's not enough effort for you guys to be making that much of a profit. So for me, oh, I feel like that's not as much of an investment. When I know if I go to one of these other brands and I can get some, realistically, I'm not at a point in life where I'm spending $100 on like a sweatsuit type of item or a sweat jacket or whatever mm -hmm. the case is anyway. But if I know I can go to H&M and get some nice graphic tees and my whole total, I don't got five t-shirts, I'm at $60. Why would I want to spend that same $60 for one shirt? And the quality isn't even all that. And then you get it, like, quick. Oh, yeah! <laughs> like, you don't gotta wait. Sometimes you pay $4 for a hoodie, and then you wait a month to get the hoodie. Yeah, it's like, we have to do better. And a lot of people are saying, you know, it's only us, it's only us, which is understandable. However, comma, it's what you signed up for. You signed mm -hmm. up to be a business owner. And at some point, we have to get rid of this gray area where it's like, well, they still No, if you're going to be a business owner and you want to tax people the way you do and talk to people the way that you do, the least, you, the least 
we expect from you, which we can rightfully expect from you, is to get our stuff on time. Or even if you don't communicate. communicate. Why are you like? Why do it be so harsh? Just Any given animosity. Just let me know that it's running late. I'm and also, I don't hear a lot of people talking about this. There needs to be a level of confidentiality. I do not like how these brand owners take screenshots of their notes and have all these people that order something's first and last name on that. You don't. I don't need everybody to know what I just bought from you. I don't need them to know how much I just spent. I don't need them to know any of that. That is not good marketing. You can have testimonials set up mm-hmm. on your site or on your page so people can know, hey, like my stuff you is legit. Like exactly. But don't have my all my business out there. She just <laughs> ordered a size this and this you and that. I got my email on there. Like, all my information on there. You Everybody like, knows how much I just spent. I don't like that. It's like little stuff like that that you need to be cognizant of. And I think because so many people are doing it this unprofessional way, people think that it's okay and it's normal. Yeah, people think that's the normal. That's not it. And I feel like these are the types of discussions that people need to hear. It's not coming from a place of bashing because I know it's probably hard as I don't know what being a business owner. And I'm not built for that life yet. So that's why I don't tap into that life yet. There's so many different talents people possess. But that also brings me to everybody is not meant to start a brand or a business. And I'm going to say that again. Everybody is not meant. Like it's not written in your book to start a brand or business. And that's okay. But what's not okay is y'all starting these brands and businesses that don't align with who you truly are, one. Two, are not purpose-filled. So you're just doing it for money. People notice that. And three, they're not long-lived. There's no longevity. You're just doing it for a quick buck because you down bad right now or something like that. Or you want this nice bag. And then once you get to that short goal, you're done with it. What about the people that was really rocking with you and really thought they were about to keep getting this, you know, whatever Whatever it is. What about them? It's supposed to be bigger than you. And if you feel like your brand or your business isn't meant to be bigger than you, meaning you're going to have to let some things go, whether you have a bad customer situation or somebody disputes, or you're going to have to let some things go for the greater good, for the betterment of your business. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <Over> it. <laughs> I'm hurt. People be, man, y'all, no, you don't know that. A lot of people don't have the passion. Yeah. To be a business owner, it doesn't just take the talent, but also the passion. And the passion is definitely something that will shine through. Because if there was no money involved, or if you weren't getting as much as you wanted to get, would you still be money? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Okay. Thank you. I agree. I just feel like because everybody's kind of like in this gimme, gimme, gimme culture, everybody's kind of trying to start something that they're not necessarily ready for or built for. And I just want to say that it's not worth it. Like, if at least from my opinion, listen, if y'all want to keep doing what y'all doing, hey, do what y'all doing. But I feel like it's not worth it. I feel like you should just do what you want to do. Don't do what society is telling you to do. Like, stop, let's stop downing people that have nine to fives or aspire to have nine to fives. Oh. Because there's a lot of money in those two. Just because your definition of 9 to 5 is working at a fast food chain or a retail situation doesn't mean, or a service-based industry, doesn't mean there's not people out here that want to be working for companies and work their way up. Everybody's not meant to be a boss. Being a boss is hard. It's hard. Okay? (laughs) It's very difficult. And I think because people are like seeing these smaller businesses and they feel like, oh, 
I can make enough orders to where I can lay them all on the floor and take that, that famous picture that everybody takes and shout out everybody that's been supporting me. First of all, that's my package right there that I ain't got for over a month. <laughs> and I feel like somebody said, <laughs> I saw one time somebody was like, they be holding all of them packages for so long so they can take their yep. pictures. <laughs> I swear, yep. I can't unthink it. Because where are my packages? And you sitting there taking pictures oh, with a thousand packages on the floor. Like, it's a lot to look into it. Because even some of the bigger brands, like Moon Cosmetics and um, Telfer. Is that how you say it? Or Teflon. Whatever. The Everybody tea bag. Teflon. I, I still don't know how to say it to this day. The bag I can't never get. <laughs> I feel like they are some people that maybe didn't expect themselves to blow up the way that they did. But now that they have, they have to make some more changes. Because I don't think, like, yeah, they're trying. But, bruh, like, you're a millionaire now. Like, you're making millions of dollars you have to invest something in so that people can still get this product, you know? And I know COVID came in and kind of changed a lot of things for most business owners, but just being transparent is why I think I still support those two brands in particular because they're transparent about, you know, why everything is happening. And that kind of, um, I said it wrong the first time, so I'm going to say it right this time. Come back. That's the right, that's what you're going to say now? Okay, I said come <laughs> Oh at the first time like the boots <laughs> but oh i feel God. like that kind of just takes away from all of the like tension that people have they're like i just want my bad i just want my this i just want my that but when you're a brand is transparent it's like okay i understand that mm -hmm. because black people we weren't taught all of these things a lot of these things were a lot of these people that have successful black owned businesses as well are self-taught or they had to learn yeah. from the white men who are already established and honestly i feel like maybe they gave them the short end of the stick they didn't share everything of course, not everyone is like that, but it's just much harder being a Black-owned business. So this was by no means meant to bash anybody with a Black-owned business, but just to give some tips from a customer standpoint mm -hmm. and from people that understand the ins and outs of branding to a certain extent. So keep that in mind, too, because no, we're not trying to talk about all the Black-owned businesses. I got on a Black-owned business right now, period. Shout out uh, Imperfectly Her. Shop Imperfectly Her, y'all. Use my code for a discount at checkout. Yeah, call oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but to wrap it up, I guess I just want to ask you, like, what are your final thoughts about this whole branding etiquette discussion? Well, my final thoughts. Branding etiquette and all can be hard, but it's something that you have to put the work into. Mm -hmm. It's definitely something that you have to like do your research for. It's something that if you're really passionate about, you should be able to do well. It's not impossible. It's just hard and difficult to jumpstart for a lot of people but once you get the ball rolling and you know everything you got going on and you're doing your research you should be able to go. one thing i did not say mm -hmm. that i was just thinking about is the whole like support matter one thing i don't think that this owner should do is like send their stuff to people like hey can you post this for me or hey can maybe once or twice like when you're fresh and you're just starting off you know send it to like your friends or like mm -hmm your good family and all that stuff but after a while you shouldn't have to be asking for that every time mm -hmm. that is something that i don't think that business owners should do you have to be your biggest fan you have to go hard for yourself when nobody else is gonna go hard for you and if you do that you should be good to go i like that okay my final thoughts are 
I have this big thing where I believe that we are better together. So if you know that deep down in your heart, you want to be a business owner or start your own brand and some of the things that we talked about are too much for you or you don't feel like you can master yet, but you want to start, develop a team. And when people think team, they always think like payroll, but it doesn't always have to be like that. Like Bree said earlier, oh, this Bree thing is really annoying. Oh, that's not me. No, Brianna is your name. <laughs> Brianna said, like Brianna said earlier, it's like, Use your resources. So use the people that really care for you. If you have siblings, use them. If you have close friends that aren't going to be like, all right, well, when are you going to be able to pay me for my time? Use them. Um, and just kind of just develop that team that you need to really reach your goal, you know? And then when you are put in a position to start putting them on payroll, it's going to feel so much better because they started at the actual bottom with you like when y'all were packing everything together and now look you're in like a warehouse or something i'm speaking all of that into these small businesses lives okay because y'all gonna get there but it's there's always a way you can find a way when you feel like there is no way so don't be discouraged because you feel like you know okay well that was a lot and i don't know if i'm up for it just figure out how you can bypass all of those things and still be successful and you know come out on top because let me just tell y'all coming from somebody who does everything like the groundwork for all of her brands it gets difficult but i know i'm not in position we to be a black leader. queen oh Amen. thank you that's me i'm the black queen <laughs> <laughs> but it gets hard and i can't wait for the day that i'm in position to you know have a team and actually be able to lead the team like developing the team probably isn't the hardest part for me right now but leading the team is probably gonna be the hardest part for me so that's why i'm kind of waiting until it's my time but that's just to say, like, don't be discouraged if you feel like all of these things aren't really your cup of tea. Like, if you're somebody that you know, I don't want to deal with people because I don't really like people. That's okay. Be you, but you know that you're really, really good with, like, design and all those other things. Use what you're strong at, and the things that you lack, bring some people along. We are better together. So with that being said, I want to thank my specialist guest. Anytime, anytime. Rihanna for just giving us her perspective. You can tell that she's the more mellow person. She's like <laughs> the one with her head on straight most of the time. All of um, the time. So we balance each other out pretty well. So yeah, I'm glad I got to share my person with you guys. It was lovely. I loved it. I'm so glad. Until next time. Bye, y'all. Bye.